the three of us have been film enthusiasts for a long time. And like most other <clears throat> zillennials, we decided to give a platform to our shared cinephilia. We are Aditya, Prachi, and Sharon, and, and this is, is The, the Prime, Prime Lens. Lens. Welcome back to yet another episode of the Prime Lens Podcast. Hi, Prachi. Welcome back. It's our last episode. It is. Of the series, might I add. Of the series, of this season. Yeah. But Ooh, it's... interesting news <laughs> incoming. It's bittersweet. It is. I feel but, like... Uh... But yeah, moving on. Oh, moving no. on from the feelings. Oh, no. From my feelings, you okay. mean. Coming back. Yes. I think coming back is more appropriate. Relevant. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so in this episode, let's discuss about our reflections uh, on Indian cinema, hmm. how our relationship with us, with has changed, evolved. Yeah. Would we go back to it? Hmm. Uh, Important questions. Yeah. So yes. in retrospect, yes. uh, let's get into it. Um, so Sharon... Yes. Tell me your, like, how this journey of podcast has been. I I mean, I like the way you put it. I think it was uh, real interesting that you said how my relationship has been in retrospect. I feel like, um, first of all, in this whole semester and this degree, might I add, I feel <laughs> very, very bougie calling myself a film study student. I, I but it is what it is, I guess. Like, <clears throat> I know I have a lot more to explore, but at least I have something. Hmm. Uh, I don't feel shy about calling myself a film study student. But um, across this semester, across the past six months and through this podcast, what I've learned is that mapping out the history of Indian cinema was such a helpful exercise. Like, hmm. I don't, we don't usually um, have a history per se when we talk about Indian cinema our thought processes usually immediately go to Bollywood or the and region. Bollywood of the 21st century, a lot more. Yeah. And post 1990. Post 90s. Post 90s, of course. Yeah. yeah. Like all the films that we grew up on. Hmm. But um, mapping out the history was very interesting for me because I saw that India has a very, very strong film tradition. Additionally, like what really struck me was that when we usually think of propaganda films, we think of Germany and World War II, but we don't realize that Indian cinema has played a massive role in the cre- in the creation and the curation of this idea of nationalism or how oh, yeah. we think of India. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it's done that through film, throughout all the films we've watched, and it's such an inherent part of our lives. And uh, this strong tradition is something that should be acknowledged, should be known by many more people. So I was very... I was very excited to be doing this podcast for that reason. Another interesting thing that really opened my eyes throughout the semester was um, when we read about uh, Jyoti Nasha's essay on Bahujan's spectatorship. Oh, yeah. I feel like uh, in the past two years, I've been more open to understand, like I know it's very privileged of me to say this, but I have had more access to learning about texts about caste and films about caste. And... Um, Bahujan's spectatorship in specific made me very open to understanding and being more aware of what sort of representation we should seek out and what are the implications of this representation. Um, Additionally, I think uh, watching Gurudat films was a whole experience. That was an experience. That was 
the Devdas archetype that, yes. that we that we've like basically yeah, exactly. seen Shahrukh as yeah. has such a vast, vast history, history. Yeah. and it like and <laughs> and Gurudath is like a, a very prominent like, figure yeah, yeah. when it comes to that portrayal and like the the way the films were made was really beautiful to watch like it was a whole experience in itself and I think uh, those are the few things I can count on the tip of my fingers right now what do you think yeah. Abhi? no I, I think uh, my experience with Indian cinema has been very similar we've had this conversation I yeah. think a few times right before and we've been talking about how while Prachi has been consuming mm-hmm. Indian cinema for a while yeah. me and Ron still did not have that uh, we've not had that long a tryst with Indian yeah. cinema though not that deep a tryst with Indian deep cinema tryst so uh, I think it's mainly of course uh, like we hear back and forth like the colonial hangover mm. maybe that is what has played into it we've consumed right coming from myself i've consumed a lot of foreign films in the last uh, few years and i've not had the chance to get into it but due to this course i finally had a chance to actually get into and understand how deep and how uh, all encompassing uh, indian it, cinema yes i think all encompassing is a great way yeah to so like you know we 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 see it you know there are so many significant aspects of indian cinema that goes unseen because mm. of this mask that of course that we were talking about you know the post 90s bollywood yeah. that tends to sort of uh, mask that uh, significant aspect that goes behind the scene uh, stuff like you know we were talking about the archetype the devdas archetype mm. that is so uh, so so particular to Indian cinema that is so is, uh, yeah, yeah. so native of Indian cinema in exactly Indian exactly yeah. <laughs> and it has had such a long and vast history like yeah. since 1920s all the way to one of the most readapted uh, archetypes yeah. of all that yeah. and like, uh, you know sorry yeah, yeah sure 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 go yeah, ahead please go ahead but like if someone asks me like if someone wants to get into Indian cinema and they ask me what film should I watch I would not recommend like of course current movie, movies have their own mm-hmm. they have audience their and yeah. of course yeah. but I would like I would rather say go back to the 60s okay. as exactly like you talk about the Guru Dutt films yeah. like Kages Kages Kifool and Piyasa and all these films start there like that is a great way to understand like film tradition. Right. Like so, for me, it definitely of course. was. It like, and similar to that itself, you know, the Devdas archetype, similar, you know, how India has had its own uh, engagement with the angry young man archetype, yeah. Another, yeah. We've, which we've discussed throughout this podcast. Another very, very significant archetype that Indian cinema has portrayed. Plus, how relevant, I feel like when we, when we talk about angry young man, how relevant the films were to the social context of the country. Of I course. think that was the biggest uh, right. eye-opening point for me. Like, like I think, uh, especially while we were writing this recent assignment on the wall thing, yeah. I realized how it has been revised multiple times revised and multiple it times. fits into different social contexts. The same yeah. archetype fits how differently into the I different... I feel like I have done so much. I think I, from my bachelor's to now, I've done yeah. so much on masculinity. Like, I've tried to. I yeah. don't claim that I've done so much. No, no. But I still feel like I'm not done with that that particular thing. Because yeah. there's like so much masculinity to is, Yeah, and like it is so uh, related to the Indian... Oh, Indian like nation state. Right. Yes. Right. Of course. Yeah, of course, yeah. of course. But like coming back to how we were discussing about Indian cinema in res- retrospect, like for me, it, it really has come a full circle. Like hmm. I have been consuming it for so, I think since I was born. Yeah. And uh, like that was my first, for me, Hindi cinema was the first introduction to cinema. To cinema. And like, uh, also like I was a lit, lit student before yeah. and right. for me there was this 
I don't know. Like I, I just found that it was miss something was missing, and that something was films. Like oh. for me, literature oh. was very, very much rooted also in films. Yeah. I don't know if I can say that, but no, I, no, I, I get that. that that's like, actually something that I really associate with. Like you know, even during this course, because yeah. I don't have uh, this thing as you have mm-hmm. with literature. But uh, even during this course, the number of times we've had these assignments and research papers, right? Almost all of them have just fallen back media. into visual media yeah. and yeah. films, and they've and, been rooted in visual and this media. This is like this is what I was craving for. <laughs> I love it. Get that. Of course. Like, and and also what I enjoy the most, hmm. like now in the digital age. Is memes like ah. I am so grateful. Yeah, exactly. But like, uh, but I think the memification of the whole discipline, like, yes, like what we call post cinema. Yeah. I love, I love throwing around this. I know, I know you love throwing around post cinema. Film students, but uh, <laughs> like how this Poobani Parvati, yeah. and then like. Uh, that you know prominent kabhi khushi kabhi gham tune like it was in Bridgerton it was in Bridgerton like oh my god like I have never felt more patriotic (laughs) (laughs) it's like I recognize but yeah so uh, that is but jokes apart I think uh, coming back to like the theoretical framework of cinema Mm. studies um, I think Madhav Prasad has had like a significant impact on me in in the way that he he describes middle class cinema and how basically the audiences in each specific era have engaged with cinema. Hmm, hmm. I think, and, uh, do you mind if I cut you out? No, no. Yeah. No, uh, because you mentioned theoretical, uh, the theoretical aspect of it, I think. Um, underpinnings. Underpinnings. Uh, what was really interesting and also fascinating to note is that while we were talking about the creation of a discipline or the idea of Indian cinema studies, it was very interesting to note that there is a lot of work that has been done with it. Like in addition to how vast the how vast the Indian film tradition is, there's also a very vast Indian theoretical film tradition. Yeah. There has been a lot of theory that goes into it. There has been a lot of um People who have studied this and they have studied implications of it. And you see like the real life consequences yeah, and the real true, life yeah. effect true. that film true. has. Also, uh, fun fact, can uh, like India yeah. is the country of, of honor. Country of honor uh, exactly. and can this yeah, yeah, year. Exactly. And uh, so, I don't know, I'm, I'm really like enjoying this representation. I have, and, I have. You know, like how, I don't know if I can include her in this, but you know how Rashmi Ma'am was asked like, Telling us in the class, like how she thinks that uh, Indian cinema studies have been less ambitious. Yeah, hmm. I feel like we are getting there. Like we are reaching I, ambition. I don't know. I still don't agree with it. Like I don't. Ooh, can't be part of contestation, yeah. No, because I feel like it is so rooted in our socio-cultural context hmm, true. that it's it's so unique. Like I feel like when it comes to like. Post-colonial theories or like post. I agree. Uh, I agree. I, I get what you're saying. Modern theories. Post-modern theories. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It for me, it has obviously maybe because of my uh, my limited understanding of it. I might whatever I consume or read or find like some sort of theoretical this thing of it. I might think of it like as very oh, it has opened my eyes yeah. to the, this thing. But uh, but I still think that it's uh, 
like it has had like a significant impact on me and i think i want to keep on pursuing right. film studies no, more so to actually yeah. understand right. the discipline no so this is the point that i wanted to mention like before itself that you know especially with this podcast like especially with people like because i have not again like i was yeah. mentioning i have not had any theoretical uh, understanding of i did not have any theoretical understanding of indian cinema before this course right but through this podcast like through this podcast through this course we've understood so many of these layers that have existed beyond the mm. this thing uh, indian cinema and i think this podcast this course has really helped us really understand that and really, and really uh, like also share views exactly like create a discourse around it that's yeah. very very significant i think i think so too hmm. i so, think this is this episode we we actually brought all our uh, theoretical yeah. guns yeah. blazing yeah, yeah like, we have we have <laughs> so guys um we have brought our guns blazing so important question to you all how do you think indian cinema impacts the audience okay uh, that i think is a And I mean that's a very very important topic. I think uh, we had this discussion. I, okay, if you guys remember, we had uh, uh, Mr. Samir Rajesh who came yes. for the guest lecture. Oh, uh, I missed it. I I am uh, sad. You missed like, it. Like everybody <laughs> has so much to say about that session. I was like, yeah, wow. you really missed it. It was a very interesting session. We had about uh, we had about uh, single the dying single screen culture. Yes, for those of you who don't know, Mr. Samir Rajesh. uh is a photojournalist he has worked on uh, the like you were saying yes. the culture of single screen theaters and how it's dying especially right. during the pandemic yes. and he has a lot of work out on it you guys can follow him on instagram yeah do go check it out it's beautiful work he has it's... some yeah beautiful work on it yeah. and it's slowly coming out adi i'm so sorry no no that's perfect i'm actually i'm actually glad you did that uh, yeah. that's uh, this thing but anyway so he was talking about in in that guest lecture itself he talked he was also mentioning he captured these pictures of these fan worship moments especially in south india and oh, yeah. i think yeah Most- Those were, were beautiful. They were beautiful. Those so vibrant, and they were yeah. so full of character in life. You could see, you know, you could. You or, could feel. You could the, really feel the emotion in yeah, those, right? Yeah, you could right? feel the emotion. Uh, and so I think that sort of, you know, especially in the uh, regional cinema in South India, where you know the films and the film releases and the actors, they are worshipped at an almost god level. Yeah, they are. They are sort of put up, put up on that pedestal. I think uh, the regional cinema in South India really sort of. Tells you the story of what uh, cinema means to the Indian audience. I True. think that really, really captures I think, that. I think that's a very nice way to put it. Yes. That's yeah. A good point. Like also, you know, with these single screen cultures comes the you know, is there a public in in the cinema? In the cinema, of course. But uh, but but like specifically, like looking at the trends of like the pe- the way audience consumes in ev- like consume cinema in every. era it like it it can't be avoided that cinema is cinema because of its audience hmm. and looking okay so this is i don't want to chart out the whole history yeah. of like how the 1960s yeah, yeah. audience were and this but earlier to to put it in a uh, what like on a surface level it was more focused on the middle class of india like right. how and how like it was affordable it was it was available and i won't say very like accessible but yeah. but still majority yeah, it was like the majority 
target audience was the middle class mm. but then now when when you look at like the post 1990s we see this you know sort of emergence of like new middle class what yeah. they say where they focus more on the diaspora Akura audience and diaspora yeah. yeah exactly but now with our generation what uh, i don't want to say our generation but like with with this like influx of ott social right, media right. um where where we have like access, access to, to a lot of content i don't know like if the audience matters anymore like i don't like obviously it matters but yeah, yeah. like like when i see i say a lot of like but anyway no no uh, please go when it. i see all these i don't want to be controversial but like star kids tradition that has yeah. been going on i am going to make a controversial statement with the, with these films not being up to the mark like mm-hmm. i do not enjoy that content or like yeah. like it you can see that that the acting like regardless of what it's addressing or not the acting is not engaging for me personally right. valid valid so then i think that earlier like so much, obviously the star system or the star power cannot be denied of akshay kumar ajay devgan the khans all of them but still somewhere i feel like it's also sort of dying out or like emerging in another ways which i don't know which i'm yet to like which we are yeah, yet to experience to, yeah yes. but but similar like what my main question is like you get basically like films everywhere now and how do like we how however do we consume it do we actually form any sort of connection, connection. with the story or with the because we feel i feel like there's always better content out there and yeah. of course there's so much content but, that there is always better content but for me i feel in somewhere like i feel insulted as an audience i was like at least put out content that's like, like up to do the you mark. think do you think it's sort of like it's reached a point where if they're not films anymore they are content yeah the yeah. content the yasification yasification yeah. <laughs> yasification but yeah like the contentification of what a word content the, the <laughs> yeah. contentifying of films like yeah. i i completely think that's, that's, that's a very uh, that's a very interesting take so i feel like I it's think, a double edged sword yeah. like it creates access but it also you compromise on a, on a, on yeah. a certain amount of things like obviously it's more uh, i think they are more, the people who make films they are more anxious because of the reach yeah. i don't know but for but me as an audience i just want like oh good you just want to be good about the like film you watch care about my fandom like now i'm not yeah. like if someone asks me like oh who do you want to meet or which actor do you want to no, meet no. i was like no one i don't know i, get it. I would like to know who who would you who would you have liked to meet but, 10 years ago what 10 years but i would i would love to meet sharukh khan like yes. if he is listening to this podcast <laughs> please <laughs> but yeah like yes. like moving on or coming back yeah. it's just i don't know i it's feel just, like i agree with you but uh, throughout on this like trajectory that we are on i am definitely more open to all of it i feel like i have learned a lot hmm. and i have a lot more to grow a lot more 
theoretical ideas to explore the- like i have a lot more ways to look at indian cinema and how it's very important to our culture yeah like we don't consider cinema to be a part of our culture but it is it's very inherently rooted very unique traditions are yeah. like from and, the way- uh, from the way we dress from the yeah. way we talk right. the, from the way we use like certain language yeah. dialogue yeah, from the way we interact with Hindi, people yeah. the way i speak hindi yeah. half the di- half the half the things that we talk about are in dialogue forms now yeah they yeah. are um i am definitely not as dismissive as i was before hmm. i definitely see yeah yes. i definitely see the importance i definitely see how like i keep saying that the impact like, I, that I, film i has. feel i feel I'm not going to say far more but I feel slightly more connected to this uh, uh I feel slightly okay. more connected, connected to yeah. this yeah. this cinema Like for me the connection has always been, been there, there yeah. but right. like okay so I'm going to just throw this at you guys like mm-hmm. how do you feel about Indian cinema now which you said but like elaborate on yeah. your Yeah uh do you want to go first or do you uh, take Okay it so uh connection is one thing like uh, at the beginning of the semester hmm. i didn't feel i remember having this conversation with you guys and i didn't feel as connected to it right i didn't feel like i related to indian cinema i felt like i wasn't represented enough hmm. but even though it has all that now that i now that we've gone through this journey of finding our things i feel much more connected i feel rooted i feel like okay there are rich film traditions that i can look back to that i can refer to and i don't always have to refer to western yeah, right. media or western filmmakers yeah. i use western very loosely here yeah. you but know yeah. like you know for me for me indian cinema was very like this narrow idea of just bollywood yeah and i others were regional cinema yeah. where i had the choice the and choice. Yeah. everything else was it was basically in hindi cinema and everything and else was regional exactly. cinema exactly right? the other yeah, yeah the other if I of may. course you just <laughs> added something right yeah, <laughs> but like um, but i'll tell you like with this with this course especially i have started exploring regional cinema especially yes. like uh the especially like tamil films right. uh malayali films and there are some beautiful films out there yeah there are. and i'll tell you like my favorite hero is allu arjun now like i <laughs> oh, you know like coming back like yes. i want to meet him like yes. i get i get the hype around you know these these like larger than life uh heroes being portrayed honestly so i i, I mean i about take it about like 6 7 years ago when i was in hyderabad mm-hmm. and there was this massive fan base for alu arjun like everybody mm-hmm. i would go around there were these huge hoardings with just alu arjun's pictures and people were just worshiping it putting garlands yeah, around yeah. it like this uh, uh these couple of friends i had they were like constantly talking about alu arjun like no matter what and, and now Yeah, exactly, and and back then I was like, okay, ठीक है, I get it, but what's this big a deal that yeah. you're worshiping? But oh, now I, I would I would take his uh, statue home. <laughs> <laughs> you could, but yeah, now I get it. I understand. So I mean, like, so coming back to this question about how mm. do I feel about Indian cinema now, like my this thing is very similar to yours, right? Like it's been a very recent introduction to Indian cinema, yeah. but it's been a very welcoming introduction if i may say like it's that, been, that's yeah it yeah, has it, been it has been very welcoming like okay i i'm being very honest about it uh, i was biased i was yeah. extremely biased like i did not i did not anticipate before i watched divar that a film from the 70s in hindi cinema would be film. would stand up to that sort of an expectation it was yeah. a it was a really good film a film made in 50s like kagaz ke phool or this thing or uh, uh, 
everything has to be like everything you compare from a western point of course it is problematic and it's been sort of uh, to a certain degree culturally ingrained within yeah. us to fall you know also like who would love to like give up on these elaborate dance sequences now now yeah, i cannot yeah, honestly <laughs> honestly i sat through all the dance and song sequences yeah. of krishan krishtri <laughs> All of them. Oh my god. All I of them. Oh, remember that song Sananana. I I, I swear. That he literally dances in the middle of mountains like yeah, the valley. It's, it's it's yeah, like especially like you know a, a very interesting thing like especially because I have such a close association with the superhero genre. Yeah. I did not again uh, similar thing I did not anticipate that India could ever even come close to what the superhero genre is supposed to have you know with all its technical prowess and all of that with its representation and all of it but through this course through the research that i've done i can say that uh, i i am i'm impressed i am to a certain degree i'm really impressed yeah i feel like additionally because you mentioned superheroes like our superheroes as an industry as a multiple industries but as the larger indian cinematic industry indian cinema is very unapologetic right in its That's stance true. okay That's true. incredibly un- unapologetic regardless of and i say wrong very loosely here regardless of how biased it is regardless of how um, it has its own this thing of misrepresentation hegemonic hege- yeah. big words <laughs> hegemonic <laughs> it is but it is unapologetically out there and it right. doesn't like hesitate to be out there and i feel like that's something i'm taking away is that i'm apologetically putting myself out there hmm. and i'm taking that that's great i mean but uh, at this point i think an important question that comes up is like we've talked about what it meant for us in retrospect and what it means to us right now yeah. but where do you see the industry going where do you see indian cinema going what's the oh. future oh i have um, to go for it prachi <laughs> go for it uh i think for me rather than the future i feel like i'm a very minuscule person to like map out the future of indian Oof. cinema but what i can say for me the future is to go back to the history and like mm. just see these deviating so for me like hashtag back to basics back to basics <laughs> yeah. so like going back to these these films and then like looking at how these traditions have trickled into the cinema of now mm. like i don't know what the future is going to be but i'm sure it's only going to get bigger like looking of at course. the way uh, these you know how we see brahmastra and yeah. like uh, uh, and yeah. bahubali Bahu. like and the, this sort of like amalgamation of the south and the hindi again mm. like yeah. the hindi cinema right, again right, right. it it makes me hopeful you know like how alia bhat was like being this uh, and ajay devgan being this like you know 
representative of Hindi cinema mm. and like with working with certain like certain actors yeah. and like these right. superstars. So it makes me hopeful that it will be Indian cinema again and not just not Bollywood. Yeah, and sort of make it like a yeah. nationalist Obviously, identity and become an Indian cinema. Yeah, but also it comes with its own politics and yeah. of setbacks. Course. Of course. But I feel like what I would what I would love to see is that you know how we like differentiate. I just hope like that sort of like differentiation in terms of like uh, languages or. Yeah. Uh, Whatever. What barriers like, need yeah. to be evolved, yeah, so the barriers need to be removed. Like, they, they get. I don't think they'll dissolve anytime. No, 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 no. Permeating. Yeah. 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 yeah, or like intersecting. I yes. love the word permeating. Yeah. Mm. Um, osmosis. 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 I think for me, it's very bittersweet. Um, this is me personally speaking. I think with all the filmmakers that the women filmmakers that we explored in the previous episodes, and the idea is that I hope. I hope, and I also see a lot of hope for women uh, on screen, off screen, in production, everywhere. Mm. Uh, there are a lot of budding actors who yeah. are coming up, who are women, who are doing some amazing jobs, and uh, that is something I hope to see, mm. and that is something I hope we achieve. I yeah. hope there is space for women filmmakers, and I hope more women are allowed to put their stories out there, also, and there's a spotlight on yeah. them for it. Like, not just women, I think all like multiplicities Multiplic- of identities. Yes, yes, for identities. Sure. Better like, representation. Just yeah. asking for better representation at this like, point. Like, you know, I, I watched this uh, film called Sheer Kurma. Oh, uh, yeah. I, it's a short film. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I don't, I think it's a feature film. Okay. I don't know. But but the thing is, it's made by, uh, some, uh, by a director who identifies as queer. And oh, okay. yeah, and like the story is also about... Uh, these two women it's basically uh, uh, a queer romance and yeah. what I like what I would love to see is you know basically this appreciation for all for all identities and like uh, I, you're going like I get where you're coming from yeah. I was going to go ahead is that when you say appreciation for all identities I also have a little bit of fear like I know this is controversial but uh, a part of me being a film student, being a person who consumes a lot of content in double course, I am low-key also super scared about propaganda and I am also low-key oh, scared. that's happening. Yeah, that I is see, happening. Yeah. And it's very scary to watch, about to really actively witness how politics affects the industry. Um, censorship is real, oh. is extremely real and it's scary to see the type of content that is widely easily consumed and how it has like real life implications a recent film that came out has had some very interesting interesting extremely biased takes yeah let's just say extremely biased takes on a certain minor religious minority and it's very scary to see the effects it has it's scary but it also opens your eyes to see how powerful cinema is, cinema is and how right. it has the power to influence whoever, whoever, yeah. whoever even yeah whoever even influence yeah. exactly yeah. I mean no. um, but on the other hand I come back to the fact that like with modern love I know it's a TV show right. but uh, it's a yeah it's a TV show but we we see the potential we have right. we see the potential for the multiplicities of identities and if nothing if nothing is there, 
the one thing we can hold on to as Indians, as people who identify as Indians, is the fact that we have a vast majority of identities and it's time for people to put that on the silver screen. True. It's time yeah. for us to watch these people on the silver screen and realize that, oh, okay, I can also be, I can also see myself on screen. I can yeah. also be represented. True. I think, um, I mean, that sort of encapsulates everything that we sort of have tried to even put through this, with this particular podcast as well, you know, talking about masculinities in women and girlhood. Yeah. We've, we've, we've tried to, you know, just sort of create that discourse around that subject that, you know, also, representation is necessary. I think I have, a, this is, I think this Prachi that has come out of this, this two years, I think I have reached whatever, like reached in the sense that obviously it's a journey. It's a journey. But... Uh, I have. I am finally that film student who fangirls, but with, with like backing, yeah. like solid citations. Do me, licky licky do citations. So yeah, like with with proper understanding of the implications of yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. So I think I'm very proud of that. That's I'm it. proud of you too, Prachi. That's great. That's great. I think Aditya, uh, what do you think? See, honestly, like I was saying, you guys have sort of encapsulated whatever yeah. we could have talked. But there is one particular sphere that really resonates with me, and I'd love to see more uh, development happening in that. Yeah. And that's the technological prowess that Indian cinema, this thing. True. Now, stuff like VFX and graphics, mm-hmm. we we've seen that with with films like Bahubali mm-hmm. and with Brahmastra coming out and all of that. We're seeing that it's yeah, happening. Giving Brahmastra free ads, free PR. Yeah, please. <laughs> Send us free goodies. Yes. <laughs> but anyways, if Ranbir Kapoor is listening along with Shahid Khan. <laughs> <laughs> Big dreams, you guys. Oh. But yeah, anyways, so I'd love to see more uh, uh, more uh, realistic graphics and VFX within these, especially with these superhero genres and these action films, etc. So I'd love to see that. That's one particular sector. I'd love to see more development happening. That's very fascinating. Mm. And I think with that, we come to the end of this limited series season. Aww. We're all uh, going our separate ways soon, and I am. I am actually very emo- like I am very emotional about it. But you know what, guys? <laughs> of course. Uh, but before you guys think we're going out for good, do not fret because the Prime team will be back soon with more news and more discussions. Yes. And that being said, this and is like a, the uh, future of Indian cinema, I think you can also be hopeful about our future. Future of the prime lens. Uh, that being said, thank you so much for joining us yes. on this limited series. We hope to see you guys again. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. subscribe. Also, thank you to all our audiences for, for all, all the engagement, for, yeah, for all, all the engagement, support and yeah, subscriptions and love. Yes, it's been yes. it's been it's been a fun ride. Yeah. It's been a fun ride with you guys. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> but you know, as they say, picture abhi baki hai mere dost. Yes. Yes. Goodbye. See ya soon. Mm-hmm.